It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours, like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price of participation vary. Terms apply. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. How many of us have them? 77 WABC. Now there's quiet, Wyatt. There you go, Lewis. I kept confusing. We're not going to take it, my friend D. Snyder and Twisted Sister, with uh, this little quiet, Wyatt. Thank you, Lou. I think Sunday's the Brooklyn Marathon. My wife, my beautiful wife, Danielle, her friend Jessica, is coming in from Florida. She's a runner like Danielle, and she's going to run the race. So they're going to hang out tomorrow. Danielle is not running the Brooklyn Marathon. I don't think Danielle's got a marathon in her future. Shocking. 40 marathons in, getting the Abbott Award, which only 1% of marathon runners achieve. The six majors, three in the United States, New York, Boston, Chicago, three outside the country, London, Berlin, and the most recent one, Tokyo. She done it, my wife. She a champ. She hot, and she can run. I know the joke. She got so good because she ran away from you all those years. I get it. I wasn't even thinking that way. But she ran back, bitches. Because I'll be married 31 years on June 25th. Another T-shirt. Another T-shirt. She ran back, bitches. bitches. Now what? Yeah, now what? All right. Uh, my next guest, of course, does a great job on this station. One to three every weekday afternoon and has been killing it. He has been killing it on Newsmax, 10 p.m. every weeknight. He is Greg Kelly. Greg, welcome back. How are you, buddy? Kid, I'm good. Um, nice to know every detail of the weekend. <laughs> uh, uh, what, what, what is your wife's friend uh, going to do tomorrow with your wife? What's the, what's I don't the know. Tomorrow pre-race? I don't know. But, you know, what, what I came to find, Greg, is how to get really big ratings in this business. And I get the most. I no, don't double. I triple everybody. That's the stuff people want. Because they can hear, and I mean this. Uh, by the way, your father was great on Bo Deedle's True Crime podcast. He was great. They can hear 90 people break down the Durham report on 90 different stations on TV and radio. And after a while, it becomes noise. Now, the reason why I brought you on today, to your credit, is you're one of the few that actually read it. But if you want to get big ratings in this business, you better open yourself up to very personal conversations well, people will get twos and threes the rest of their career because there's too much out there, Greg. Bottom line. Well, I can't wait to learn more about radio and broadcasting. You said. <laughs> I, 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 I really, I'll pull up a chair. Now, you're right. Listen, you know what you're doing. And the, the Durham report is not exciting. And it wasn't exciting on purpose. They didn't want anybody to read it. And conservative media, quite frankly, for the most part, just blew it off and complained that liberal media didn't cover it enough. And in that report, 
buried in the bureaucratic language on purpose and slow walk by this guy. Look, it's dynamite stuff. It was a coup. The FBI is guilty. They're co-conspirators in a coup, but they're off the hook because their co-conspirators really are the entire swamp. And um, I don't know if it's worth reading the whole thing, uh, but that's the gist of it. Uh, they seized on silly language like, uh, oh, it was unverified intelligence or uh, raw intelligence. I saw that Chiron all, week, all day long on Tuesday. Just Anyway, what are you going to do? I mean, they set the agenda. The left-wing media still sets the agenda. This is smoking gun stuff. It's enough to take out Joe Biden, uh, the director, FBI, the whole damn team. But it's just ho-hum. Back to uh, business as usual, get Trump, and, uh, you know, here we are, the weekend, and we all have plans, and that's a beautiful thing. But I am worried about the country. I'm very worried about what happens next. Well, I'm with you. I'm with you a thousand percent, and you could take the Durham report, Greg, and, for example, put on any one of those hack liberal networks, CNN, MSNBC, and they go, oh, ho-hum, there's nothing here. It's a bunch of nonsense. Let's move on. Then I bring you on, or Monica Crowley, you go, listen, and Donald Trump was on last Thursday, listen, this is it. It's right there in front of you. Then I bring on Judge Napolitano. He goes, I like it, but they didn't go far enough. My point is, three different people, the same report, three different perspectives, and that's your media today. And like you said, liberal media, 99%, it's a big ho-hum for them. This is... More of the same, Republicans yelling and screaming, yelling fire in a crowded movie theater. Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Hey, look, it's a divided media. That's the way it is. Uh, Barack Obama wants two channels, three channels, like when he was growing up. Uh, but the truth, I think the people still understand it. They do, and they get it, and they know in their gut that this isn't right, and I think they're going to vote accordingly. Uh, which brings me to my next concern. I think they're going to steal the damned election all over again. I'm worried about that. Uh, I do feel uh, I'm not supposed to say steal. I'm supposed to say I have grave concerns about the fairness of the 2020 election. Let me put it that way. Well, let me, give me give me uh, give me some specifics. We know what happened in 2020. You could even talk before the election, right? What do, you mean? what do you mean specifics? Specifics about what? What are they going to do to make sure they steal it? Well, listen, I don't know. I'm not I don't hang with these people. And you think they're advertising it? They're not putting it online. Right. Look at what they did the last time. They they almost they killed the country. They killed the country to get Trump. They made us all stay home. They 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 deprived us of our livelihoods. They they killed people to stop Trump. I have no idea what's coming next. None. I mean, that was unthinkable. I I, I do you think they're just going to sit on their hands and see, oh, let's let the best man win. I don't think it works that way. Not well, anymore. Well, I don't either. And to be honest, uh, and again, they rid this election even before it got to Election Day with suppressing the Hunter Biden information. But it's not as if, Greg Kelly, something has happened, legislation, anything has happened since 2020 to ensure whatever you think happened and millions of others can't happen again. Yeah. Yeah. At least we're a little bit wiser, I guess, a little bit savvier. Who knows? Uh, hey, who's sitting with you in the studio? Nobody. Wait, who was that guy? I heard somebody talk. Well, that's who's that guy? I mean, that guy for 30 years was the man that pressed all the right buttons, played all the right music, got involved in a whole bunch of comedy acts. But the late, great Don Imus, that guy is my no, board no, op, no, Lou no, Rafino. you were talking to anyway. Listen, I uh, that radio station's 
great. What a great place. Have you ever worked at a place that had that kind of camaraderie, that kind of good feeling, right? And you know what? It's got windows. Nobody <laughs> understands this. It's a lot of radio stations are in the, uh, the middle of the building, in the basement. True. There's so much light. It's yeah. really nice. It makes Curtis very uncomfortable. <laughs> well, to your point, all those years I spent working at WFAN was in a basement in Astoria, Queens, and there were no windows. But, you know, you mentioned the media. i got to bring this up. And when I introduced you, I said, Greg Kelly, congratulations again, Greg. And I mean it. Doing a great job, 10 o'clock at Newsmax. I personally think that Chris Ruddy should make you uh, earlier. Um, put you on at 9 o'clock. I mean, CNN just put that amateur Caitlin Collins on at 9 o'clock starting in June. I did see something on the George Report a couple of days ago that Fox News about to make changes. Maybe, maybe they go Hannity, Waters, Gutfeld, their prime time. I don't know. Uh, but the question is very simple. Since Tucker left Fox News, there's no doubt, Greg, that all these stations now are jockeying for a lot of lost listeners. 1.4 million on Fox News alone since Tucker left. You experience that every day. How wild has TV been the last couple of weeks? Well, tell you what, I'm kind of in my silo, and I'm in there I'm on, on purpose, all right? The whole world, uh, TV world, you know, whatever they're writing about it, Mediaite, look, the TV guide, they're reshuffling from 9 to 10, 10 to 8, 7 to 6. I mean, really, who cares? You, you, people will find you know, that, that's big in the industry. I focus on the show. If you've, if you've seen the show, uh, uh, Sid, yes. and I appreciate your support of it. I mean, of let's face it. I'm doing something very special at 10 o'clock. And to me, it doesn't matter if it's at 10 o'clock or 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock. Uh, it's just the content. It's the truth. It is the truth. And you know what? When you start talking about the truth, it just... It's like picking money up off the floor. I mean, it's just, wow, it is so powerful. I don't know if you saw, by the way, uh, my colleague Eric Bowling had Beth Ailes on, the the widow of uh, Roger Ailes last night. So, I mean, again, there's such a craving for the truth. And Fox is having an identity crisis. I guess we may benefit from that. I guess we are. Uh, but you know, you got to let the chips fall where they may and just focus on, uh, you know, focus on the content. And, uh, Anyway, thanks for uh, thanks for the support. Well, you're welcome, and I meant it. So when you say the truth, you know, I just talked about the possibility of another rigged election come uh, 2024. We've mentioned President Trump a couple of times. What is, in Greg Kelly's opinion, the biggest lie, talking about the truth, what is the biggest lie out there today in the liberal media, the biggest lie? Well, I mean, listen. Number one about the truth, you know, like I understand kind of what you may be getting at, what others were getting at. They're like, oh, well, that's your truth. What about my truth? Right. What about the truth? And people can disagree about that. That's and that's fine. But we're getting to the point where you're not even supposed to talk about things because it makes well, that's not the truth. And you can't talk about it. Now, let's go back to Tucker. You know, there's all such a gossip inside Fox. Did he say this about Rupert? Did he say that about Suzanne Scott? Here's why he got fired, and the whole world saw it, and it was right there. Chuck Schumer demanded his termination. The majority leader of the United States Senate demanded that the number one cable news host get fired, and he was fired. Why? And this is incontrovertible, because he told the truth, a truth at least, about January 6th, that Capitol Hill police officers were escorting Jacob Hansley, the horns guy, all over that Capitol building. And they were doing it for a reason. It's utterly impossible that they weren't working with him, that part of that wasn't coordinated. There are so many lies. And he was telling the truth about January 6th. He was fired for it. Now, you could say, well, 
That's I don't know how you can actually say that's not true. Or you could say that's true, but it's not significant. I can have that conversation. But you know, for, for Republicans and Democrats, you know, Schumer wasn't the only one. Mitch McConnell was demanding that this guy be fired. Right. It's incredible. And he was. And he was. So I, you know, I get you. Not everybody will believe that the election was stolen, but I got a right to say it on channel WABC or this channel or that channel. Agreed. And I shouldn't be worried about (laughs) being canceled or the FBI or whatever. Let the marketplace determine that if you want or whatever. But it's insane. It's insane. Somebody people get fired for saying all lives matter. I know. uh, A buddy of mine actually was the voice of the Sacramento Kings, Greg, in the NBA for 30 years. That poor guy. Yeah, he's my friend. It's crazy. Yeah. And there's a trickle down effect. And you can win. You, they actually hand out Black Lives Matter buttons on, on, on JetBlue for all their staff. Yep. And if you want to wear one, great. But if I don't want to wear one, great. Right. If I want to wear something, if I want to wear MAGA, try wearing a MAGA hat in New York City. You know, all this stuff about the right being violent extremists and insurrectionists, you could wear an Obama hat anywhere in this land That's true. proudly. That's true. And I'm not, yeah, that's fine. I'll high five you. I don't care what hat you're wearing. But you wear a Make America Great Again hat in this, the most tolerant city in the world. Try walking through the West Village with one of those things on. <laughs> oh, how long? How long will it take for you to be physically assaulted? Uh, I'd love to do it as an experiment, but I won't because I'm going to get hurt. Well, I actually lived on the Upper West Side, which is every bit as bad as the West Village. And I lived there for the better part of five years, Greg. And they literally had my poster up in the lobby of my building because I was designated public enemy number one for supporting Donald Trump. The whole neighborhood knew me, and they would just, you know, kind of give me this nasty look when I walked by. And I loved it. I didn't care. I wore it proudly. But you're right. That's where we are. But that does bring me to this. Here you are doing this, this really serious show, telling the truth, and doing something that's very, very important, to your credit, very important. But before you did this, you're hanging out with Rosanna Scotto, for example, today's New York, you know, today's National Pizza Day. And odds are you'd get a pizza from some famous pizzeria, sit there and eat it and make 20 minutes out of that. Now you've gone on to something where almost, almost all of your stuff is very serious. You don't miss some of that fluff stuff? No, actually, uh, I, I love that show. I'll always, Rosanna and I, you know, we'll always have Paris. We'll always have. We'll always have uh, that couch, and we had a great time. Uh, but life moves on. Uh, I do have a hell of a lot of fun on my show, oh, by the way. It's yeah. not serious. I mean, it's not like, you know, I mean, everybody's too uptight in general. Uh, I wouldn't call that my show uptight. You no, know no, no. I mean? no, no but by the way, by the way and to your credit, you do, you do some really funny impressions on your show. I mean, great, <laughs> Greg, great. But it's like, it's just, yeah, there are, like you said earlier, you know, there are a million people out there to do this, that, and the other thing. And somehow, somehow in television, if it's serious, it must be good. If it's boring, it must be good. That's what a lot of people, like in television, think. The greatest people, the greatest television uh, executives are the general public, people, or regular people who don't work in television. Nine times out of ten know more about television than those who work in television. It's true. Uh, it's kind of amazing. And uh, But I do not uh, – no, I, 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 I loved every day of that show, nine years but I don't miss it for a minute. Okay. Uh, I, got, I, I got to do everything there was to do on that show. Right. And uh, it was wonderful. Roseanne and I, still friends, of course. Great lady. Always plugging the restaurant. I, I still do it out of habit. I, what they, <laughs> I just, those, 
There's a what? I, I oh, I actually she just said she just tested. Get this today, today only, ten percent off yeah. appetizer <laughs> for all dis, for all disabled veterans. Oh, that's great. That's all right, ten percent yeah. off yeah. that's great. appetizer yeah. for all disabled veterans. Yeah. Uh, I'm still waiting to see the Instagram video of Greg Kelly dancing with her sisters at Fresco on a Saturday night. I haven't seen that one yet. Hey, uh, on the way out, the $64,000 question for Greg Kelly, one to three every weekday on WABC, 10 o'clock across the street. The $64,000 question, Greg Kelly. Oh, boy. Jesus Christ. Hold on a second. What? what? No, nope. <laughs> I'm right, telling you. It's a big what, what? And we're going to keep this tape. 2024. What? Rigged or not, you may be right. It may end up being rigged again. I don't know. Is Donald Trump going to be president or not? I do believe he will be sworn in as the 47th president of the United States on January 20th of 2025. And um, absolutely. And I think it's going to take a miracle. But miracles have a way of finding Donald Trump. And um, this is a once in a thousand year kind of opportunity. It's just an amazing moment. And for those who are freaked out by Donald Trump, don't be. Yeah, I understand the manner, the demeanor, whatever might not be your cup of tea. I happen to like it. It's very New York. But look at the policies. Look at what he wants to do. Do you really want this transgender mess? Do you really want no border? Do you really want to have wars that never end and we don't win? I don't think anybody really wants that. So um, he's a far more traditional candidate than people realize in a, in a good way, traditional in a good way. Yeah, so yeah. anyway, that's my prediction. Thank well, you. I hope you're right. Believe me, because all my, I, 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 I listen, I, I hate to say this, but I think if it, look, he'll beat DeSantis, but if it comes down to Biden versus Trump, I hate to say this. Biden is inept. He's cruel. He's, he's corrupt. He's all those things. Biden beats Trump. And I say, you know what? And I love Trump. The, 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 the stairs in Japan almost beat Biden about ten <laughs> minutes ago. He almost fell down the stairs. There's absolutely no way. I will say this is a prediction. Can you add one more? Sit to yeah. the hundred twenty thousand dollar question. Okay. I will say that Biden will not be president a year from now. Well, that makes me happy too. So I hope you're right on both. I hope he's not president, and I hope Donald Trump is. Hey, Greg, thank you for coming on this morning. You were great as always, and we'll all be listening at one o'clock this afternoon. Watching you at ten o'clock tonight. Super job, buddy. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sid. See you later. Thanks. You got it. Greg Kelly, 1 o'clock. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at BeatTheStigma.org.